Hello, peoples, and welcome back to another episode of Esoterica Cinema, the podcast where we take films from the cinematic multiverse and discuss the hell out of them. I am your host for the day, Ryan Siebold, coming at you with another I Got Five on It five-minute mini-review, which these things are never five minutes, let's be honest, but who cares anyways? Slap my ass and call me Santa, because ho-ho, holy shit, do we have a good one for you today. Now, listeners, I need you to do me a favor. Close your eyes, unless you're driving, and picture the biggest, most grandiose over-the-top action film in recent memory. This week's film says if that's a 10, how do we take it to 11? You know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. We got tiger wrestling. We got motorcycle chucking. We got chicken fight shootouts. That's right, we're talking about RRR, which stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt. But it might as well stand for Ryan, 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 because this movie absolutely has my name written all over it. I loved this movie. Now, quick disclaimer, jokes and hyperbole aside, yes, I love this movie, but I'm also a westernized moron. So as we go through this and I give my review, please forgive me if I misrepresent any of the regions involved or if I get any of the information wrong or even if I mispronounce any of these names. I have the utmost respect for everyone involved in this film, all the hard work they put into it, and uh, I can't wait to dive in and learn more about all of this whole new world of Tollywood and Bollywood films that my eyes have been opened up to. I'm sure a lot of people out there are going through the same thing uh, that may not be as familiar with these uh, kinds of films or films coming out of this region. I was one of those morons. So please forgive me. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get better. With that said, let's get on with the review. This movie kicks Michael Bay in the dick. It is a fictional tale of real-life revolutionaries Aluri Siddharama Raju and Kamaram Bhima in their fight against the British Empire. And let me tell you, Star Wars told us a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, if you got Empire in your name, you're probably the bad guy. Empires are bad, rebels are good, those are the rules, I didn't make them. As I stated in the disclaimer, I don't really know a whole lot about this world. These are all new players and a whole new game for me. I'm learning... I will tell you, after I watch this film, I cannot wait to go back and watch further films from the director S.S. Rajamuli, as well as the actors Ram Sharan, who plays Raja, and N.T. Rama Rao Jr., who plays Bhima, our two protagonists of the film. I went into this movie completely blind. I had not seen a trailer, only heard buzz on Twitter about it, found out it was on Netflix, and decided I wanted to go ahead and dive into this whole world because I had never been exposed to it, and I was curious. This film hooked me from the jump. About 20 minutes in and I couldn't look away. I didn't even know how long this movie was. I started at around 11 p.m. not realizing that it was a three-hour long epic. And you know what? I would have watched four hours of this. If you tell me right now there's a director's cut of this out there somewhere floating around with an extra hour of footage, I'm in. Apparently, this is the most expensive Indian movie ever made at around 75 million U.S. dollars. You could tell me they spent 300 million on this and I would believe it. This film feels huge. In contrast to other films that we've reviewed on the show, like Swiss Army Man or The Endless, those to me are examples of like minimalist cinema, where they do a lot with a little and make it feel bigger than it is. This is maximalist cinema. This film is way over the top and feels huge. Every frame of this film is larger than life. I'd be hard pressed to tell you which of these scenes were shot with CG or which are real. Every scene feels fully realized and fleshed out with tons of extras, life going on in the background. It feels like I'm a part of something. I just dropped in the middle of this huge sequence. But put against the backdrop of other big-budget Western cinema, like the Marvel superhero movies or maybe the Mission Impossible franchise, this film felt way less formulaic. Hell, the title card doesn't even come in until 45 minutes into the movie. 
At times it's fun. At times it's slapsticky. It really knows what it is and leans into it, but it's also very, very heartfelt. You know, comparing films to other films is a very easy, common thing for us to do. It's like this or kind of like that. This you can't really compare to anything, but if I was hard-pressed to do so, I might put it up against something like Everything Everywhere All at Once or even Kung Fu Hustle in the way that it's big and silly, but also you care about all the characters all the time. You can't look away. This isn't a film where you're going to check your phone. Even at three hours long, I was engaged the entire movie. It's my understanding that though these two characters existed, it's unknown if they ever truly met or interacted or whatnot. Most likely they did not. They certainly weren't catching motorcycles and chucking them, but it'd be a lot cooler if they did. You get introduced to our two main characters, first with Raja fighting his way through an insanely huge crowd of citizens that are revolting against a British occupation or military installment of sorts. This scene felt so different from anything else I'd seen just because you felt a claustrophobia when he's under these crowds of people are being dogpiled. Though he unrealistically takes blow after blow and fights his way through the crowd, it did kind of realistically portray how he would get out of situations like that. As he was getting dogpiled and mobbed by all these hundreds of people, the camera stays with him underneath the crowd. You felt so claustrophobic as everybody moved in and he had to fight his way through it. It was so engaging, and I don't know that I've ever seen an action sequence portrayed this way. And Bima, as Gon Tribesman and Man of the People, who we're introduced to fighting a tiger, for Christ's sake. It's fucking bananas in the coolest possible way. Also, the best CGI tiger we've seen since Life of Pi, let's just be honest. These characters move on to have bromance of the year in their star-crossed friendship that cross paths and intersect on both sides of the British Empire. We see betrayal. We see friendship. We see love. We see rising, roaring, and revolting. This movie just has everything, guys. It even has the best dance sequence I think I've ever seen on film. This movie ticked all the boxes for me. I could go on and on about this film, but I really don't want to ruin it for you guys. I went in blind, and I kind of recommend that's how you do it, too. I'm certainly not going to be the one to spoil it for you. It's on Netflix right now, at least here in the States it is. If you can see it on a big screen, holy shit, go do that. I cheated myself by not doing that. If I had one thing to redo in my life, it'd probably be that. I'm going to be going back and watching this guy's entire library. SS Rajamuli, if you're out there and I find my untimely end a little early, please, you guys, hire this guy to write my biopic. This is how I want to be remembered. One of the things I learned is Bollywood versus Tollywood. I initially passed this off as a Bollywood film, as I thought that was kind of the home base for all films and cinema coming out of India. And it is. It's the Hindi mainstream. But apparently there's this subsect in the southern states called Tollywood that are Telugu language films. And this is one of those. It's my understanding that's part of what makes this hero's journey so endearing. Not only is it an underdog style film in the way of narrative, but also apparently not a lot of big budget cinema is coming out of that region in the southern states of India. So this kind of broke the mold, and director S.S. Rajamuli is really kind of blazing the trail in that regard. Again, apparently this is the biggest budget Indian film ever made, at a budget around $75 million. So far, it's made about $150 million, from what I could tell, U.S. dollars. I'm sorry to have to equate this to Western stuff, that's just how I could understand it and wrap my head around it. But yeah, I can't wait to go back and watch this guy's entire library. And just getting into Bollywood and Tollywood films in general. My three adjectives are massive. Every single frame of this film asks, how can we make it bigger? From the use of extras to the use of music, the sound design is over the top. They use songs to do whole-ass exposition dumps. In the way that Matt and Trey on South Park use songs to do exposition dumps for the Lemmy Winks episode. Next word is bananas. Like I said, we have chicken fight shootouts, tiger wrestling, motorcycle chucking, crazy love stories, bromance, over-the-top cinematography, insane thousand-person brawls. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. 
It's engaging. With all that said, this movie is so heartfelt. It's not full of cheap parlor tricks and explosions to keep you off your cell phone. You care about these characters. I was engaged the entire time, start to finish. Like I said, I don't want to spoil this movie for you guys. I could go on and on about different scenes. Reach out to us on the socials if you want to talk more about it in private. Just know I'm giving this film an A+. It is my second favorite movie of the year after everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't mean to sound stupid, but I had no idea I'd be saying that in a year with the Batman and Doctor Strange 2 coming out back to back. More than being a comic book nerd, I'm just a Matt Reeves and Sam Raimi junkie. But I'm so excited to be living in a time where big superhero movies are moving further and further down my list, and both smaller films and foreign films are taking my top slots. I want to live in that kind of world. Let's do this. Last thing before I go, if anyone is out there from Penn Studios out of India, your animated opener slaps. It's one of the coolest opening studio animations I've ever seen. Keep doing what you're doing. This has been my review for RRR. Thanks for listening. See you next week on Esoterica Cinema.